everyone, and welcome into another edition of Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. I'm Adam Hildebrand, alongside Tiger head coach David Alexander. We're going to take a look back at uh, the week that was against Union last week, and then right. we'll we'll take a look ahead to Owasso here in a little bit as well. But, Coach, uh, you scored, I think it was 57 seconds into the game, and then not a lot happened offensively in terms of getting into the end zone after that. So did it surprise you to see a lower-scoring affair, and, and what do you think led to that in that game on uh, Friday night? No, I wasn't surprised at all. It, it you know, it very much mirrors uh, our game one against them last year. Uh, we won fourteen to zero. Um, you know, two good football teams uh, that were, you know, that have missed spring ball, missed all that time, and they're trying to figure each other out. Uh, we hadn't seen them in any seven on sevens or passing leagues like we usually do, and so there's a feeling out process. Uh, you know, score so quick was awesome, and if you get, you know, you get Robert Spears Jennings the ball on the move. You know, great things are going to happen. So, no, I wasn't surprised. I mean, it, it, that game was going to be close. It was going to be 35-32 or it was going to be 14-7. to And it, it did stay close throughout. It was never more than a one-possession ball game, if I remember correctly. No, that's not true. Uh, you guys got up 14 nothing uh, before halftime there. But um, when you look at Union's defense and, and how they stacked up, how do you think they'll compare to some of the other defenses you'll see over the course of this season? Well, you have to do – I do it by position groups. I – they have a uh, fantastic uh, defensive line. They got a couple guys that are really kind of special uh, on the defensive line, especially in uh, getting after the quarterback. And they've got a they've got a corner uh, that's really really good, and he's a he's an underclassman. He's a junior as well. He's a good football player, um, and he matches up. You know, you would think our receiver height would be a big advantage, but he's six three as well, a corner for Union. He's a good football player, and so right took away that one advantage we had outside there. Um, you know, uh, we play a Wasso this week, and I would—I have not seen Jinx on defense uh, any film yet. I know Jinx is going to be fantastic, uh, but I don't. This Owasso team is a little different than Union. Um, uh, structurally, they're completely different, but some really good football players over on Owasso's football team as well. It'll be another low-scoring affair, I hope. What are a couple of lessons that you think your offense learned against uh, Union's defenses last week? Wow, uh, lessons we learned. Well, <laughs> I hope the number one lesson we learned is you can't turn the ball over in the red zone, right? That's the biggest thing. You know, we, we only scored 14 points, um, but we gave ourselves other chances down there. And against a good football team, if you turn the ball over anywhere, but if you turn the ball over down inside the red zone, you, know, you just don't get that many opportunities down there. You get, you know, you get three or four a game, and that is it. You know, we missed a field goal. We fumbled at the eleven. We threw an interception down inside the red zone. So, you know, those three possessions right there, you know, had, an, had a chance uh, to crack the game open early. You know, we had a chance to go up 21-0 when we fumbled at the 11. You know, of course, you know, Union could say the same thing about coming back. But, you know, that's what happens in, in good football games. Uh, you, you know, defense is going to make plays as well as the offense. Jake Reigns was not as efficient as we're used to seeing from him, uh, and we'll ask him this same question essentially later, but what did you see from him, and, and in what ways do you think he'll grow from that game on Friday? Well, a lot of – he'll grow tons. He's a great leader. Um, he loves his Tigers, and he cares about what he's doing. He, he loves his craft, so he'll get better every week. Um, he's already tons better than he was last year, even though we didn't get to see him much this summer, as, he, you know, as I'm sure he'll explain in, in a little bit. Um, and we'll have to get better. It, you know, this is a non-district game. You, we play these tough non-district games for a purpose. You know, we want to see different coverages. We saw different coverages this week than we did 
um, the week before against Benville West. And, you know, we'll see different coverages against Owasso than we've seen for two weeks. So you know, we have to prepare. We have to get ready, right, to get for, for that non-district uh, – I mean, excuse me, for that district run later. It's always good to uh, face some adversity outside of district play, especially if you get a win out of it. Uh, this offense, as you mentioned, saw some different coverages and looks like that, but they also had a lot of pressure on them, as did the defense in a one-possession game pretty well throughout. So how right. did you feel like the team dealt with that over the course of the well, game? Well, honestly, you know, we talked – that's a great question, Adam. Um, we talked a lot. You know, the defense was under some pressure. Um, we talked a lot as a staff. One thing the offense did, right, even though they didn't put a lot of points on the board, every time they got the ball – they were able to grind out two or three first downs, mm -hmm. right? Which kept Union, right, on a long field, right? We had the we won the field position battle almost the whole night, and so it's hard for any high school offense, ours included, Owasso Union, right, to drive it 80, 90 yards consistently. And uh, you know we we punted a couple times, got them to inside the twenty, and so uh, that even though the offense was not putting up points, we played a great team football game. Right, played really well special teams-wise. Um, offense was uh, never just a three and out. We got we moved the ball. Uh, we ended every possession uh, that we needed to um, with on the plus side of the field. So it, that's really difficult. It made it difficult on Union to try to go score points. You mentioned uh, getting those two or three first downs. I think Union's average starting field position in the fourth quarter was somewhere around their 10 or 12-yard line, and Seth Dodd played a big role in that as well. Yeah, he he averaged more than 30 yards a punt, pinned him inside the 20 three times. How challenging is it for a punter when you get into those, those – that's a very technical and specific situation for him, and he, and he performed well. Well, yeah, Seth Dodd's a senior, right? He's a multi-sport athlete. Um, he's been in pressure situations before. He's got a calmness about him uh, for that position, which is fantastic uh, relief for that for the head coach. <laughs> uh, and he did, yeah, man, he was uh, he was money. And again, a high school football team to drive the football ninety yards is uh, very very difficult. You're going to have a penalty. You're going to have a a bad snap. You're going to drop a pass, right? Uh, or you're going to miss a block and put yourself behind the chains somewhere in an eight play drive, nine play drive. What uh, other aspects of special teams stood out to you last week? Uh, well, except for missing the field goal, I think we won the won the special teams battle. Um, we did a great job again. Uh, make sure we were, our coverages were great. Um, our kicker did a great job one time. You know, we started the game off with a high pooch, right? A union made an adjustment, and we had an audible. You know, it's, which is going to sound weird, but we had an audible, right? Instead of pooching it, right? He kicked it deep down to about the ten yard line. Did a great job, uh, Mason Garrett, the kicker. Um, he, he would like to have that field goal attempt back, but uh, I think we won the special teams battle. Was that audible something that, that the coaches saw from the box and sent down, or, or was that like a read for him as no, the kicker? It was a read for him as a kicker, something we talked about during the week and he'd worked on, right? We're going to put it here to this kid every time. If the backline guy moves up, just take another step back, right? Kick a little deeper. Um, and Mason, you know, another senior that's been doing it, again, had some calmness about him and uh, made the right choice. Uh, you mentioned a moment ago it, it's very tough to go 90 yards. You're going to have a penalty at some point or something along those lines. Your team has combined for five penalties in the first two games. How happy are you with those numbers? Well, uh, it's way better than expected, right? <laughs> way better than expected. You know, um, you, just, you just never know, right? And the most proud I am is – you know, we've only we've had one penalty that's been post whistle, and coaches hate those. Um, the pre snap penalties we've got to clean up. We can get those cleaned up. 
then uh, I think we're going to be uh, right where we want to be going into district play. Even with the the things that you want to clean up in there, uh, what does that say about the discipline of your team early on, in particular in a season where you haven't had a ton of reps beforehand? Well, it's a, it's um, it's surprising. Like I said, we're you know we're it's a it's a it's a great problem or not a problem. It's a great situation we're in. You know, we've got a lot of new starters, but they've got a lot of poise about them, and they're showing that uh, you know on Friday nights or the, you know the Saturday afternoon game, you know, showing the poise to not get rattled in a big moment and have a silly penalty, you know, a jump off sides or, 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 or more than a normal amount. That's head coach David Alexander. We'll take a short break. We'll talk some defense when we come back here on Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by RibCrib. Finding your happy place is something special, and it's different for everyone. You probably already know where to find yours, and TTCU Federal Credit Union can help you get there. Right now, you can earn up to a $200 bonus when you open a new checking account with direct deposit. So wherever your happy place finds you, TTCU will meet you there. TTCU Federal Credit Union. Life is better in balance. Adam Hildebrandt, head coach David Alexander, back with you here on Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. And, Coach, we talked a little bit about the offense and the special teams in that game against Union. Uh, the defense was very solid throughout that game. And uh, we talked about the, the offense and the punter helping keep Union pinned deep. At the same time, uh, there were not a lot of first downs that the defense allowed to help them dig out of the, that hole in that fourth quarter. So uh, how impressed were you with the defense down the stretch trying to defend a one-possession game? Yeah, well, defense played magnificently, you know, really. Um, you know, new coordinator in Clarence Holly. Um, and they had to they had to see the mistakes they made on in the Bentonville West game, um, and they did such a fine job. Had a great game plan, and the kids were flying around making plays. You know, we got turnovers, we had big plays in the backfield, keeping Union behind the chains. You know, setting the down and distance in uh, the defense our defense's favor. And uh, AJ Green, we knew what kind of weapon he was out of the backfield. He ran it for 138 yards, but it took a lot of carries, and, and he was not able to find the end zone. So, how were you guys able to kind of keep him in check over the course of that game? Man, uh, AJ's a special talent, right? I mean, obviously he's a running back. He's committed to an SEC school, uh, and he's the 100 meter champion in track. So <laughs> he's a great football player, and. You know, the only way to keep a guy like that down, and I don't know if 138 yards is keeping him down, but, right, to, to limit those, right, you're just trying to not to have him turn a 12-yard run into a 60-yard run, and that takes team defense. That needs that means 11 guys have got to be tackling him because one guy is not going to tackle him. He's going to break a tackle. So uh, that was the talk. You tackle number two and you tackle number six, which, you know, and A.J. Green's number six because he's uh, pretty special with the ball in his hands. Union uh, threw out a, a couple of trick plays in there, including at one point bringing the backup quarterback in for a double pass. Uh, did everything, when you went back and reviewed it on film, look sound on, on those types of plays in terms of guys staying where they were supposed to be? And Jalen Johnson uh, was the corner with the double pass. Man, it did a great job staying with his guy, staying in his deep half, doing exactly what he's supposed to do. Uh, you know, that's a difficult thing. You're the backside corner. You see a, a bubble over there. Um, you know, which is a play we see. We saw from Bentonville West a bunch of times. We've seen it from Union a bunch of times. Uh, you know, we see it in practice every day. It's hard not to get a little bit lazy right there. Uh, and that takes a senior that started football games and trusting, trusting his teammates and you know, stay deep and made a great play on the double pass. 
the defensive line uh, is learning some new strategies this year under Coach yeah. Holly. And uh, you mentioned they were in the backfield disrupting a lot. Uh, but with Union, that quarterback run game is, was certainly in effect and, sure. and something you had to watch out for. So you talked a week ago about uh, trying to avoid misfits. Did you feel like they did a good job of that in that game? Um, much much improvement from game one to game two. Um, you know, and we're not ever going to be perfect, but right, you've got to win more more battles than you lose, and I think the defensive line uh, improved immensely, maybe more than any other group on the field for both sides of the football. The defensive line made a lot of plays, uh, you know, negative plays, uh, sacks, uh, and really keeping number two. And, you know, I know number six, uh, A.J. Green had some had 138 yards, uh, but, you know, Rovon, quarterback, who's uh, you know, he ran for 250 against us last year in the playoffs, something like that, 240. So we did a really good job tackling the quarterback number two. Union had a little trouble throwing the football in that game. You knew they were going to try to do a lot on the ground, and, and that puts a little extra emphasis on on corners and safeties coming up and making plays in the run game as well. Did you feel like those guys were up to the challenge physically coming up and, and meeting those ball carriers? Well, it was you know that was the test. Uh, we didn't we didn't know going into the game. You know we had uh, we had a starter out right. We had uh, uh, Javian Franklin. We call him Memphis. We had him out of the game, so we had a sophomore starting back there. Um, we have another guy that has to. It's been a starter, but he had to move, change positions. So we were, as coaches, we're like, uh, you know, little. Hey, how are we going to do? And but they were up to the challenge. Obviously, it worked out. Um, we we made big plays. You know, Sterling Ramsey took over for Javian at the free safety spot. You know, Sterling's been a starter, but new spot for him. And uh, he he had an interception. Played fantastic. Led the defense and uh, making calls and getting us all set up correctly. So, you know, I would have to, you'd have to give those guys in the secondary grave an A+. Plus. That's good to hear. Second, I think that's a second straight great game in a row with an A-plus for the secondary. So yep. we'll see if that trend continues. That's head coach David Alexander. We'll be right back with more. Talk a little bit about Owasso after our conversation with Jake Rains here in just a moment. This is Inside Tiger Football brought to you by Rib Crib. Recently, you've had to put your life on hold, and we're with you in this. At Ascension St. John, we're now open for appointments, and we are fully prepared for your safety in our care. As we open our doors again, our doctors, nurses, and care teams will continue to wear personal protective equipment. We've taken even more steps to clean and stringently disinfect all areas. We will maintain distancing in our waiting rooms and will continue to limit visitors. And we will still screen all staff to protect their health and yours. Our emergency rooms are here 24-7. Please do not delay care. We're still delivering babies and performing surgeries and we're open for your appointments, from specialists in surgical care to routine care and health screenings. Ask us about virtual visits. Ascension St. John continues to care for you, as we have been for almost a century. Thank you for trusting us. Welcome back to Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. Adam Hildebrandt back with you, and I'm joined now by Broken Arrow senior quarterback Jake Rains. Jake, uh, Union threw some new challenges at you guys uh, last week defensively. What did they do to kind of make things difficult for you guys? Well, they rolled a lot of coverages. They didn't show a lot on week one. They came out with some new things and kind of surprised us a little bit, but hey, that's no excuse. We got we to gotta execute this week. In terms of uh, rolling coverages and, and, and from your perspective, identifying coverages, how far have you come from your perspective in the last year, uh, now with a, a year of starting experience under your belt, trying to identify what the defense is doing before the snap in particular? Uh, a lot more, because last year I was pretty new to it, you know, just 
not a lot of varsity experience, but this year they can put a lot more on my plate. And I feel like I can read a lot more and see a lot more than I could last year and the previous year. You have uh, some serious size in your weapons at receiver. Union had some pretty good size at corner, perhaps as good as you guys will see all year. How did that challenge your receivers last week? Well, we tried to put on a couple one-on-ones, but their corners were ready. They weren't. They were. They were locked down. They weren't going to allow any, you know, deep balls, one-on-one shots. They did a really good job of locking down our receivers, and it it created some problems for us. You guys, as as a unit, over the course of that game, faced some adversity. Uh, really more so than you did in week one. How did you feel like you guys dealt with that? We we struggled. We were we were a little surprised. They they played us a lot better than I think we were prepared for. I, we we can't we kind of came off a week one high. We know we scored fifty points in week one. I think we were a little too caught up in that. Uh, we just we we got to play our game this week in order to win. So what was it like for you guys in the film room? Uh, you know, Saturday, Monday, whenever that was, trying to kind of regroup as a unit. And, and what did you guys take from that game? It, to be honest, it was a little rough, but it was a very good learning experience for us. I mean, we we did a few things right, but not enough. But you know, it's just it was good for us to see like us against another good team. But we need to bounce back. This has been uh, a year when you go back to March that that's been very unusual uh, for football players at any level, in particular at the high school level. Was there anything that you guys were able to do over the summer to try to you know keep some sort of connection as a team when you would usually be in seven on seven camps and things like that? Yeah, we did some workouts on uh, like Zoom calls and like online like uh, classes and stuff. We would get on there, we'd work out together, do some like body weight stuff, and they'd put out running plans for us to go work out on our own. But it was good. We got to see each other a little bit. If we could meet, we could meet. But we you know we had to do all the social distancing, mask and stuff. But it, I mean, it was it was definitely not normal. But we got it done. I think we're joined by Tiger quarterback Jake Cranes. Jake, you got another big one coming up uh, this week against Owasso. Certainly some playoff potential down the road. So, what kind of opportunity do you see in front of you this week? Well, it's another good measuring stick for us because we're still. We're still trying to figure out who we are offensively, and Owasso, they're go- they're going to bring it this week. They're not going to hold nothing back, uh, but it'll be good for us to see what we got just again. But we we got we got to figure out what what we need to do, and we need to execute well this week. That's Broken Arrow senior quarterback Jake Rains. We'll be back to wrap things up and look ahead to Owasso with Coach Alexander in just a moment here on Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. Tigers of 1962 compiled an outstanding record of eight wins and two losses. The team featured all-conference stars Charles Harper, Gary Fultz, Paul Collins, Dick Cook, and Bob Weeks. Highlights for the season included a 22 to nothing shutout of Sand Springs, a 48 to 26 drubbing of Nowata, and an ever so impressive 40 to eight rout of Tahlequah. This great moment in Tiger history is brought to you by First National Bank of Broken Arrow, a loyal fan of our community for over 100 years. First National Bank of Broken Arrow, the right balance. 
Hello and welcome back to Inside Tiger Football, uh, brought to you by Rib Crib as we wrap things up for this episode with head coach David Alexander and coach the Owasso Rams come in this week. Uh, Broken Arrow and Owasso have really risen to the forefront of Oklahoma high school football over the last few years here. Both have won state championships. Uh, coach Blankenship certainly has has been coaching in Tulsa for a long time in various yep. roles now. So uh, what what's kind of your relationship with him? How, how far do you guys go back? Uh, coach Blankenship and I go back quite a ways. Um... He's obviously a great coach. Uh, I have my oldest son played for him at the University of Tulsa. So, uh, you know, uh, I've been around his sons. You know, one of them worked for, for me for a while here at BA. Uh, so I've known, you know, and Josh played for me when I was coaching the Talons. So the Blankenships and Alexanders have got quite a long history. And um, it's going to be quite the spectacle on uh, Friday night. With that in mind, does that kind of add to the chess match? Because you guys are both pretty familiar with your your football brains at this point. Well, that, you know, that's the story behind the story. And all these games here locally, uh, you know, we're all connected. At, you know, the coaches at Jinx, Union, Owasso, and BA, we all know each other. And the kids know each other. You know, we've got kids at BA and, and Owasso that you know, go to church together or play Little League baseball and basketball and football together. So... Now, that's the story behind the story. And so it's, uh, it is a chess game. And, um, you know, for two and a half hours on Friday night or however long we have to play, you know, Coach Blinken and Chip and I will be uh, adversaries and uh, doing everything we possibly can to win the football game. Uh, certainly you had a chance to, to scout and look at film for Owasso at this point. Sure. What stands out to you about them as a football team? Well, uh, obviously, right, going into, going into the season, everybody had them picked number one you know a lot of because they had a lot of starters coming back uh so the the first two things that stand out when you watch film on them is their offensive line and the defensive line uh their offensive line's got five uh seniors returning right if you have five senior starters you know because we we had that here at ba it's boy it's a comfort as a coach you know because you can run any offense you can run spread or you can run wishbone if you block people you're going to be successful and their defensive line um, they've got some. They've got a couple really good football players up there. Um, you know, a little different looking than what we saw last week from Union. These are going to be a little shorter, a little heavier guys than what we saw uh, at Union. The you know the tall, thin pass rush guys. Um, but those are the two units that really stand out on Union's. Uh, or excuse me, on Owasso's uh, uh, football team. With that in mind, uh, we talked about communication among the offensive line in particular last week. Uh, is is this a different <clears throat> challenge? Because for a third week in a row, you're going to see a defense that looks different than the one you saw the week right. before. Yes, this is this is structurally completely different. At least uh, Wasso, excuse me, at least Union and Bentonville were structured out of a three man front. Okay, now there were differences completely, especially in the secondary. Right, we're going to see a four man front this week against Wasso. Uh, so a complete different structure. Um, not. You know, not a big blitz football team, uh, a little bit. Um, they're they're kind of old school in the secondary, a little bit. Uh, they're going to be a little more physical, be a little more run-oriented on the edge by the, with the corners. So it'll be, a, a, you know, again, a completely different uh, defensive package, which is great for us, right? It's non-district game. We're going to go out there and try to win this football game, uh, but and it's going gonna, it's gonna to make us better, uh, win or lose. We'll be looking forward to it Friday night, 7 o'clock kickoff. Broken Arrow hosting Owasso. If you can't catch the game in person, we'll have it for you on AeroVision as well. Thanks, Coach Alexander, for the Appreciate time. It. We'll talk to you guys Friday night from Memorial Stadium. You've been watching Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. <laughs>